good news, everyone. I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Hey, welcome to another episode of the Black Out Tips podcast. I'm your host, Rod, joined as always by my co-host, Karen. That's right. And we are live on a Saturday morning. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm drinking my coffee. <laughs> I'm joined by, you know, I like my women, my wife. I like my women just like my coffee, okay? What's that? Black with a little bit of cream in them, some sugar. <laughs> the so Stirring up so they sweet. <laughs> um, but yeah, we, <laughs> we, we're, we're ready to, uh, talk about, um, you know, the stuff that y'all want to talk about throughout the week. Um, uh, so it's all the feedback that we got on our website, mm-hmm. uh, in the contact information at the end of the, um, of the, at the, end of every episode in the show notes you can see how to leave feedback voicemails all that stuff um so this episode is really more about y'all than it's about us Mm -hmm. but you know it's still about us you know we're gonna give our opinion on what y'all had to say about what we had to say um and of course we start with the people that took the time out to give us some money okay Mm -hmm. we love those people new day new pay let's talk about it uh we got uh in the wrong folder me clicking on it okay so in the right (laughs) folder we got palmetto stone magic alfonso m lindsay b jeff uh j4 uh mr span james c jasmine j uh david c uh autumn w unbridled love dr professor bambi uh latricia c jason f kevin w kimberly uh our girl falcon diva um hey baby Derek l w ken m lawrence c Linwood c no relation and lastly zach from the living corporate podcast hit us with that donation thank y'all everybody for this week's round of money from the collection plate Damn, that beat is so funky. We got so many talented people. We do. Who just submitted beats and jingles and shit for the show. That's so crazy that Thank for you. years we um had this show and then uh you know we were using all this music from other places and stuff and then we just reached out to our audience and bam, like you motherfuckers, boy. Woo. Y'all got some talents and some gifts. Keep keep doing what y'all doing with these gifts y'all got. Don't let them go to waste. Yeah, I ain't no joke, man. Um, all right. Let's talk about. So we got no five star reviews this week. Oh, no love does this week. Breaks my heart. Right. Honestly, um, but you know it, the show must go on. So it it, mu- it must go on, and uh, y'all know me. I'm judging. You know, don't tell me you love me and you ain't left me no five star. You don't tell me I'm the greatest. Don't tell me I made you laugh. If you ain't left no five star review, I don't want to hear it. Yep so let me just go straight to the let's talk about the website music very sad didn't get five star views music 
okay now it's jamming too hard I I said, I I said, that's a jazzy set now now it was started <laughs> the bass dropped and i was like wait a minute this is not that sad anymore <laughs> now i just want to jam and everybody bopping uh i still want them five stars though our first bop your way to them five stars our first uh episode last week was our feedback episode 26 29 juvie the line uh <laughs> we appia left all three of the comments come on through appia mm, the blacks are really letting me down this yeah y'all, y'all, y'all appia says i'm so glad that you already enjoy centimeters the inches in yards are way worse than the temperature measurement they seem so random to me like i'm six chickens and three eggs high the foot measurements ah, are also patriarchy relation related a foot can be a u.s size 13 foot the foot most likely of a tall man of course of course Mm-hmm. Avia says in German the anti-Jewish movement under Hitler started with the narrative we have been wronged by the Jews and it's time to fight back we need to protect ourselves it's a very dangerous narrative yes it is thank you for speaking about Kanye in the way you do I think because he was so successful and RC people hesitated to criticize him for so long right yeah I think also I can't speak for other people because I think a lot of uh like a lot of white people and stuff were probably ready to criticize him just for being like a general jerk you know which i think he really he was on his meds off his meds he's always kind of been like a a, you know a very much a like i'm the world rotates around me i'm I'm talking shit about people treating people awful and stuff so Mm -hmm. that part you know i i totally understood but i think uh within black culture there was a little bit of protectionism about him or it's like y'all just hate this man because he's a black talented man and and i think you know he leaned into some of that stuff Mm -hmm. and when it it benefited him yeah and it wasn't until he um said slavery was a choice uh and started courting like maga and trump Mm -hmm. that a lot of black people were like finally like okay we will publicly criticize this man because i mean i always thought it was weird how people and it still goes to this day and i and i'm i I know this is what it's about but people won't admit it but a lot of black people don't like taylor swift because she she was the one he snatched the trophy from yep like taylor swift never really did anything to anybody like totally fine not to be a fan of her music but like Mm -hmm. the vitriol of like how much people didn't like her it, it, it for black people it really stepped up when kanye got drunk and snatched that trophy from her at like the mtv awards or something for music video of the year because mm-hmm. we all were like beyonce should have won of and course. you know i still think beyonce should have won for that video yes, but sir. the point being like taylor was a talented person that really wasn't bothering anybody Mm-mm. and in the subsequent backlash to kanye and all these different narratives got confused into like trying to support beyonce is basically agreeing with kanye and it was honestly it was really a microcosm now i think about a prelude not microcosm it was really a prelude to will smith slapping chris rock in my opinion mm-hmm. I, I i i now just for I the first time connecting those moments but that should have been a dead giveaway because the way people like ho- hopped on kanye's side and then demonize taylor swift and demonize any white person that said what what kanye did was fucked up right that was a really a precursor to like if 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 a man if it becomes racialized or it's a person we like we'll defend them doing some wrong shit and at the time kanye was a person a lot of black people like so anyway i know you didn't write in about the black the race part of it but i think 
now there's nobody that's gonna defend him except for like a very small handful of vocally anti-semitic black people yeah and also and this is just and i before i get for getting for going for this is just me projecting i think a lot of people went through what i went through with uh uh lena lena dunham mm-hmm. um i had a strong dislike for her but i had to think about why a lot of people don't think about why they don't like these celebrities honestly these celebrities ain't done a motherfucking thing to you but you just hate them in your core i had to question what was my problem and why you know i didn't like her because honestly i didn't really consume her stuff all jokes aside i never really watched any of her shows like she was not in my radar none of my friends or family anything i mean you you but you know what i'm saying like mm-hmm. like people immediately around me should i so so it's like well where was this coming from i didn't run in any of her circles or anything like that so i couldn't understand so i took the time to figure out what the fuck is wrong with me and why am i feeling like this about somebody who actually has no consequences or repercussions or implications in my life mm-hmm. and i had to sit back and analyze this and i think a lot of people will never do this this is this this is why they go right left and all over the place with these celebrities um i began to ask myself why and once i got down to it it really wasn't her it was her fans and the way they were responding to things that she did and the way they were defending the thing that she did and that was making me mad and because of them i associated her fans with her which is reasonable but she didn't do anything to me it's her fans i had acted stupid acting a motherfucking fool and it was just annoying me and the truth be i don't even understand why it was annoying me because if i don't consume her why should i give a fuck about her fans mm-hmm. and uh once i got to that realization i was like oh i'm just mad because i surrounded myself with other angry people that were mad and didn't like her for various different reasons because she's a white woman because they don't like her work or whatever it is and once you uh, uh, surround yourself around these angry people no nobody is above being influenced by the people around them nobody Uh, uh, unless you're a type of person where you can see it coming and the average person can't if they've never been in a situation where they've been influenced like that and so or they that's their jam they like being influenced by people i've grown to the understanding that some people don't like to think for themselves and they just like to go with whatever the crowd is doing they like they don't they don't like to use any critical thinking skills they don't want to be outside the box they don't want to be left outside the group they don't want to be the one about hey this ain't right and had a group turn on them they don't want to deal with that so wherever the group goes they will go too and they've never questioned or challenged why am i like this and 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 break that cycle for themselves but i was like you know what i'm breaking this cycle because this shit doesn't make any sense to me and once i got to that point i let it go and i think this right here reminds me talk about the Kanye stuff reminds me of that how a lot of people uh circle themselves uh around kanye and defending him so much i i even remember when kanye did this that this video for life of pablo or maybe uh actually i think it was before that i think it was for the one with blood on the leaves on it um uh yeezus and he had like naked like like versions of like people he hated i remember that having Uh an orgy and stuff and one of them was taylor swift and then he lied and said on life of pablo that she gave him permission to say that she owes him sex Mm -hmm. and stuff and i still remember black people like arguing uh, like yeah fuck that, that he's right and it's funny now to see how shit has shifted in just a few years but you know it's just i just think you know going back to the point to what she was talking about with kanye Mm -hmm. i think a lot of the 
you can't talk about kanye came directly from black people using race as a shield for him correct being terrible and doing terrible shit and it's only once he said some things that were anti-black that they finally were like okay now you can criticize him and and some to some extent actually acted like we played no part in it and went uh why haven't y'all been criticizing him the whole time it's like well when white people did we shut it down on race like yes we shut it down and said you hate black people if you say anything he's doing is fucked up you know taylor we demonized taylor swift mm-hmm. people brainwashed to this day about yes, they how are. much they need to hate her mm-hmm. which is, is which they'll never admit comes directly from this conflict from a dude that we all now go yeah that dude's trash so co- co- correct mm-hmm. and it's also uh one of those things and i will continue to say this and i understand people's particularly black people in any uh, marginalized group compassion for somebody within their own group I can have compassion for you and still think you're a piece of shit and not defend your bullshit. Yeah. Like, all, like, like all these things can exist, but we, yeah, do, but I, we do. I, affinity group shit is just fuck everybody up, right? Because you see, because really, it's about narcissism and seeing yourself, and then eventually, it it goes from empathy to for a lot of people to if someone's within my group i understand them so much they should be allowed to do shit that i would never uh i would never tolerate from somebody else i would never approve of that and kanye is able to get that or was able to get that a lot of times from being black it was mm-hmm. but a black person doing this if a white person did you know we do we go through that shit yep. and um and I, I i i can't stop seeing the world like that i, I know that because i think many people find that to be what empathy is and i don't Mm -hmm. see it as empathy it's more like some type of weird enabling disguises is empathy it's narcissism disguises empathy but it's not actual empathy because empathy would be like would even work for somebody that's not like you like empathy would be like and if someone of another race or gender or something did the same same thing, thing i'd be able to to say man i really feel for this person or or i understand how they got there we cut off understanding at 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 the end of our affinity group yes 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 and a lot of times you could see that happening with sometimes with some of the audience sometimes the way they respond to us when we say a thing and we stand behind it regardless who does it yeah and people just be like but right but right and you're like no i said what i said and i feel the same way i feel about it regardless of who does it and i have an understanding and compassion for it but because for a lot of people they don't think that far they don't comprehend that far they go well no this should not just should not quote unquote apply to you people want permission to be quote unquote mean yes essentially and i think a lot of this is about permission to be mean uh we have something inside of us that goes all the way back to like fucking you know the 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 coliseums and the romans throwing like christians and lions in there you know like we have something in us that just wants to be mean and we're always constantly looking for a way to find the rules that allow us to be so and that's i don't think people see it on that level but to me that's how i see a lot of stuff and and so we're looking for a reason to cut off that empathy most of the time so therefore whenever we reach somebody that it just doesn't click like it doesn't just immediately go to this person ain't shit 
we start making all these other conditions and rules that just just basically make us hypocrites you know yeah yeah which 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 is understandable and it's one of the things which we all are like no nobody is above that you just have to challenge yourself when these situations come up and ask yourself why and i had to come to the understanding a lot of people aren't going to do the work a lot of people aren't going to ask themselves why a lot of people aren't going to do that digging so for a lot of people when you talk to them about things like this everything's going to be the fucking surface level and anytime you try to ask real questions not gotcha not devil's advocate you know because a lot of people like to pull that bullshit and fuck the devil's advocate y'all motherfuckers get on my goddamn nerves say what you mean with your chest uh but anyway um once you get down to it a lot of people will never get to that point that they have a full understanding of why they do the things they do uh i can maybe as a feminist say it's like seeing a successful woman being shitty i'm so glad she is what she is uh extra sad and when she turns out racist for example but now i began to think real equality is when we have so many women being successful that some of them are shitty that's progress i guess yeah i guess in a way yeah i mean and then abia lastly says thank you for bringing up egypt because i'm confused i know egypt from the bible and from the history lessons of course it's in africa newsflash rami malik who is egyptian was on snl in a bit how he cannot play prince because he isn't black i did some research if egyptians are considered black the answer i found is rather not but who knows and now it's the basis for black people being the real jews what is it um and all human life and culture started in africa it's the origin for humanity so what does that even mean yeah i don't even yeah it's nobody there's so many weird distinctions within this like hotep slash Mm -hmm. uh black hebrew israelite shit i don't understand why the fuck these motherfuckers are so obsessed with like being you know i don't i well i do know why it's we're living with so much trauma from being an enslaved people in a land that we were brought to and many of us detached from the lineage of our history mm-hmm. uh purposefully and it's so traumatic for us over here as black people that there's a, a a big lane of people who don't even i don't even think they know it they think it's pro-blackness but to me it's really anti-blackness but they are so ashamed of being the descendants of former slaves right uh or enslaved people that this subconscious need to be more has turned into looking at the stories of the bible and history and attaching ourselves to that we go well people look at egyptian egypt and the ancient pyramids and the pharaohs as like this great accomplishment i'm that now i'm Uh from i really no one i can't say i'm not from that so i'm from that because my lineage i can't do a you know i can't do like a a go back and and find all the roots of my family now the thing is with 23 and me and all this shit you probably find out that vast majority of us from west africa it just this just geographically the way it is (laughs) that's where they took the slaves from um but you don't people don't see the uh value in being from that whereas i i do i do too I, you know i can't think of anything that would make me prouder being the people that survived that shit we playing the game on the hardest set never right but come on um so yeah that's where the, that that shit comes from and then the same thing with the jews the jews are god's chosen people so we want to yeah. be the jews as well yeah, and, and they were enslaved too i think one of the reasons it doesn't resonate with me is because i've never 
believed in religion in that way i don't believe in the bible i don't think that's like too much shit don't make sense too much shit is just like a fairy tale to teach you a lesson now maybe some of the lessons in there are good you know i'm not knocking everything that's in the bible but i never believed it literally anyway so it doesn't hold the reverence for me to be like i'm the special person from the bible it's like what there's nobody that that, that shit is made up like nobody know all this shit you know and it's like a game of telephone somebody told this story two thousand years ago there's no fucking way that that shit <laughs> that, 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 that years even, of translation is, is is not gonna always be the motherfuckers same. didn't have a cell phone or a camera back then none of that stuff we don't know none of that stuff to be real so um you know and you look around at the world that you now it's like if that shit was real anyway my point being um because i don't hold reverence in it in general i just never got sucked up into being like i need to be the most special person in this magical book it's like the what do it matter just like you're here now and and you know the last thing i'll say about it is, is man you don't even see these people practicing judaism or nothing Mm-mm. like they they say this shit i want to see Kyrie Irving fuck up a dreidel you know i want to see them make some of that matzo ball soup you know what i'm saying with some old bay in it or something like like them candles show me yeah celebrate hanukkah then they don't so Mm -hmm. they don't even believe this shit leave me alone uh but yeah the poll did you know any black hebrew israelites before Kyrie Irving's comments yes or no yes i i I saw him on campus all the time when i was in hbcu um karen did you know any Mm -mm. yeah you probably knew something you just don't know you, you they know, probably wore hair wraps and lit incense and shit and, oh you know and, what i would be around them but i think i did not know what they were at that time if that makes sense mm-hmm. and as i as i you know went through school i was like oh that's who them niggas be out there you know mm-hmm. with the with the braided hair and, and and selling that stuff um and the poll on anchor so on the, on our website it's 50 it's literally like 50 50 51 percent versus 49 percent basically and then on the anchor poll it's 60 40 so they more people know them than than uh on on spotify yeah people that's because they had the money to I, buy the incense come on yeah or either guess what they went to the real incense store they was like ain't nobody got time for y'all Mm-mm, i no. go to the, no, with the black they have, then they wouldn't know these people it don't make sense uh, okay okay so they know more people yeah more of them know these people oh, that's because they had the five okay, okay i'm with you that's they because the money that's because y'all was in school and y'all had the five i get it support black business i get it guys it happens um the comments on our website uh the fool says i was wondering how the episode title came to be and i was not prepared laugh my ass off y'all a trip uh the episode <laughs> title was juvie the line the line uh sadia says yes please vote Cans galaxy says laugh my ass off a juvenile mountain line taking over for the nine nine in the two thousands i'm still laughing you guys are too funny and your boy kj says that juvie the line segment had me literally holler laughing in the middle of the supermarket and i'm living here in maritas so i definitely stood out shaking my head but damn the weird looks were worth it i'm glad you enjoyed it kj um and comments on the q a on uh anchor uh i ain't gonna lie sometimes i'll be describing nba games to people without the express written consent of the nba i do and people said see 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 brother why do you need the white man's paperwork (laughs) Ah! 
that is a great point <laughs> and i don't know i don't know why i feel the need to have uh the white man's paperwork that's a great point. why do you need white man paperwork why do i need white man why? paperwork carrie says since we're confessing i'll be pulling them tags off of mattresses y'all better not snitch <laughs> i'll be pulling them tags off them pillows too m nicole says yep my bad uh tamara says same zip mouth emoji ernest says hey man don't copy that floppy uh Raphael <laughs> says i'm hurt offended and emotionally flabbergasted this nba talk without my consent considered is a foul fact nba equal nigerian bar association going to file a report <laughs> in wakanda available to settle fyi <laughs> i'll just take me to trial then uh all right the next episode was 2630 streetlight lockdown uh we had three comments here let's see if they're all from appia um two out of three so one black responded appia says we have our second booster shot in us we have four vaccines and one infection covid keep moving our spike in germany is going down luckily i think with omicron the vaccine available lockdowns don't make much sense anymore unless there's a new variant that would change the game i always hope that serena will stay happily married forever successful women are often told the price of success is loneliness i love it that her husband seems very supportive i do too i do too i I absolutely love it and you know it's one of those things where uh from on the outside looking in i was like oh he he love her and not you i was like oh i'm like you i really do hope that it, it it lasts and i'm very uh happy and excited and her baby is so adorable yeah what's interesting to me is um yeah the covid numbers do keep going down when it comes to hospitalizations and stuff i know they're predicting this like winter spike is now november halfway through november the holidays are coming i think we're really going to be tested and that's when we'll really see um because people are just not wearing masks and they're just going out doing shit so uh, yeah you know i know it's all doom and gloom online but i don't know to some extent uh i feel a bit hopeful that um people are gathering and the numbers aren't really like crippling um our system at this point maybe enough people got vaccinated maybe enough people got got it maybe the variants uh uh are are not as as bad as people thought they'd be i don't know um and i'm just kind of you know looking on you know i'm always looking for this news about it and stuff and seeing what the trends are but it still seems to be trending down uh since that spike in february and i'm glad which is a good thing i'm glad y'all continue to get y'all shots uh i'm one shot behind and i think probably no you're not no you are not i'm not one shot behind right every you have gotten your every shot that is available to you legally you can't count that shot that we were not eligible for i can't no (laughs) you got all your shots stop saying that you didn't take a shot don't don't tell the audience that okay okay because i don't know mentally i'm like oh i didn't i missed one (laughs) but you didn't so you were not allowed to have that shot it's like saying mentally i I feel like i missed 10 shots well i wasn't allowed to take 10 shots in america no in my age group with my uh body and my pre-existing conditions these are the ones i was allowed to take and i have not missed one that i was allowed to take period i agree that i was allowed to take yes um so I want all of the shots. My bad, y'all. <laughs> Sean says, I listened to the episode 
right after the right roger is looking at me what's wrong what's wrong with you i'm just trying you're you're crazy i'm just trying to do this the i try to do the the coronavirus segment with some level of like accuracy it's all trying to keep everybody on the same page here so much misinformation is happening around coronavirus i just it has I, i i don't know i just don't play with that um sean says i listened to the episode right around righteous prick right after the righteous prick podcast spoiler alert but jl was talking about how he would be willing to pay eight dollars to get back to normal functionality it's kind of strange how you have to pay facebook and twitter to get on basic level functionality now it is Mm -hmm. strange because one jl covan didn't do anything wrong Mm-mm. he's doing a parody of trump mm-hmm. and i don't know in 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 maybe when twitter realized trump was such an existential threat to a democracy they muted anything attached to his name or something right i don't know but yeah, at some they point they want to take the work to, to decipher and go through but at some point when they started shadow banning all these conservatives that were pump, pumping all this maga shit and insurrection shit they must have just hit a switch yep because they didn't go through and go well this guy's obviously doing a parody of the guy he's clearly on our side of things if anything spreading him mocking trump would probably be better for limiting trump's influence but Mm -hmm. they literally i watched it happen in real time they just shut down jl covan's ability to go viral um in a very weird way i mean I, i because i follow him and click on his page and stuff i see a lot more than most people but most people not gonna do that due diligence and i even i still miss shit from jail all the time that mm-hmm. i used to just see i log into some to one of my social medias and it'd be the first thing on my page mm-hmm. and now sometimes i see shit like six days later you know yep and i can't imagine if you're just a fan of his and you're like you know I, I'm, I'm sure he gets tired of it and, and I, I, I mean it sucks to hear this shit but you know somebody seeing a post six days later and being like oh you were in pennsylvania yeah where did you go i hadn't seen you in a while Uh yeah that you know oh you still doing these videos like that's not the fans fault they they that's the social media and this social media and it's this is the way all these gig economy um startups silicon valley things work they offer you this shit with without regulation and freedom and they promise you a different setup that's that's a different setup that's not like the capitalism you're experiencing and you go okay cool and for a time it is like that you know uber's great this that and the other and then they hit you with some surge pricing or some shit and you're like oh well no this is this is just worse than what was here before Mm -hmm. and same thing remixed and in the case of these social media what they do is they offer you access and the ability to go viral and spread and you go oh this is nice i wasn't getting this in real life i can't get this i can't make a video and then you know some famous person see it in a few minutes but then they just take that away mm-hmm. and that's what i mean honestly because that's they can honestly that's what elon musk is going to saying he's going to do to twitter a lot of it's just taking away what you already have and now everybody's jail covan uh over there come on know, mad trying, and grumpy that's not what i meant but everyone's jail coming <laughs> over there in that their their reach is being is being threatened to be limited unless you are willing to pay and yeah i did listen to his show where he said he paid eight dollars but the question i have is i don't even know that that eight dollars means they're gonna give you back 
the functionality that you had before i uh, i'll yeah, be interested true. to see if they even because i don't trust elon musk as far as i can throw him i mean it's mm-hmm. just eight dollars to find out but i'll be watching to see if he really experiences like some level of um you know uh the limits coming off because i don't trust that shit i don't trust that dude i, I think he'll take your eight dollars and still be like yeah six people seen your video deal with it mm-hmm. yes yes and it's also when you look at all the things going over there you go well who is actually going to be watching who's going to be monitoring i'll just sound like you hear about all these people leaving and it makes you question uh uh the 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 company and looking out at all of the dysfunction you go well okay if i do do this how do i know my shit is protected how do i know my identity won't be stolen like it's shit like that that actually matters yeah i mean i guess that part too but in general i think it's you know just talking about the the limitation of the virality is the part that i'm you know interested in um but yeah would you pay to be verified on twitter what's the poll yes or no no a hundred percent no wow i mean we listen we never get a hundred percent anything around this motherfucker you go to spotify same thing a hundred percent no and that's why i'm like his plan is stupid because at the end of the day it's gonna turn everybody that paid into some type of weird ass mark and as much as people are addicted to social media they don't want to look like they trying they they want it to look effortless you know mm-hmm. like they don't they don't want to be known as the sucker that gave you eight dollars especially to a man who's acting like a fucking jerk right like that's the least yeah everybody hates that idea and yeah he, he thinks this is a good idea he's so disconnected yeah and the thing is there is a percentage of people that uh would pay for like extra access and all that stuff but that's different than paying for verification yeah i just or it's it's also just the way he's selling it is like we gonna get eight dollars from these fucking chumps you know that's what yes. he's saying in these meetings and of course the people I they're like i don't want to look like a chump though right you gonna make me look stupid no thank you and it's like you're a terrible salesman it's like at least pitch it like it is something and but the way you do things who knows if you if you're even gonna be true to your word because you say one thing today and then say something else tomorrow take my money and i don't get shit yeah and they're, now he's talking about he might have to bankrupt the company and all this stuff like and people are now twitter sounding like uh the last day of school when everybody's signing yearbooks with <laughs> i don't know why y'all ain't going nowhere miss me with that bullshit it's not even that not going they think twitter's going away they're like oh uh, he's gonna bankrupt and shut down twitter and uh, and i honestly <sighs> if i've i've gained so much from being on twitter and i've learned so much but if the cost of elon musk taking this l is me not having access to twitter i'm more than willing to pay it more than willing to pay it and honestly a lot of these motherfuckers should have never had a voice and it'll be good that they don't have this place to go anymore like i just this is all a bad experiment anyway so um it's basically bella noche now you know that's how <laughs> it's upsetting me in my home girl because we feel like well damn if you can't go to bella noche where the hell could you go where could you go um and then uh comments on streetlight lockdown episode we got one from t erskine who says or erskine uh on point as usual 
people have to understand that we are all problematic no one's going to hold everyone's view or perspective as their own hell i disagree with myself sometimes this is how we grow where we are right now in many countries i live in canada is that we are all fighting the minor details and ignoring the big picture we may disagree on the methods and the process but we usually agree on the outcomes thanks so much for you both for your perspectives keep it coming thank you thank you and yeah I, I i definitely feel like that's a battle we're fighting right now is uh and i get it that was in details but some so much shit is like for me and it's definitely because i'm gen x i think mm-hmm. so much shit for me i don't care about people's hearts being in the right place Mm-mm. i don't care about them getting the small steps right nope. i only care about big picture and i would you know and it's probably just the way i see shit but i think we need to have people that are like um leaving people the fuck alone like i'm not asking for your help i'm not asking for any i'm just asking to leave me alone because if you leave me alone i'll figure it out you know and i think that's the vast majority of people it's just look i'm trans i'm not asking for you to fucking be attracted to me right i'm not asking for you to date me i'm asking for you to not kill me not make my life harder not question my gender to to leave me the fuck alone you see me coming down the street you got a problem leave me the motherfucker alone and i think that's such a huge thing for a lot of people but i think maybe uh especially after social media we've turned into like it's not just leave me alone you need to have the right feelings at every step i'm like no i don't care I, i've never cared about that me either you just, know just let me be let me live my life and leave me alone and that's what most marginalized people want if if people would just leave them alone the world in general would be a much better place because they're like if i could just exist without worrying without being scared without being afraid that y'all gonna pass some fucked up law if i didn't have to be a was not thrust in the advocate to be an advocate regardless of of the situation because it because most uh marginalized people have to be an advocate you a lot, a lot of us if particularly if if we want to be up on things we have to know the laws we have to know how things are passed we have to know how these these fucked up things are going to affect us no we might not be out in the street no we might not be marching and shit like that but but we actually know and a lot of times we actually tell and educate other people on shit because we know that they're not going to take the time to do the things that we're doing yeah i just think you know even when it comes to like voting i don't i just would like to know that my vote's going to be counted and you're not trying to like limit my ability to vote you know that kind of stuff like i don't think i think it seems like at some point it became about this hearts and minds kind of thing and that's fine if that's what you're into but i've never been under the assumption that we could like change all these people's hearts and minds and i just never cared for it or wanted it it's it would be better for them to have their hearts and mind changed not like it i just want their influence gone yeah yeah but like you said and it is a generational thing because like and you need both but because i am of the generation where a lot of that shit don't matter to me yeah okay you go out there and touch their hearts and minds you know what i want them to do pass the right laws so that when these motherfuckers go all motherfucker they can't legally affect me that's all i want i want the laws in place so that when shit happens which it will you can't come over here and just legally fuck with me that's all i want yeah there's just a lot of like use the right word say it this way and i think 
that's important if you're gonna be online all day and it's about people i don't know there's there's like some virtue signaling shit there there's some like Mm -hmm. bowing the knee type shit to like you said you know it's like how people made latinx a thing and then you start looking and talking to the people within the culture and they're like we don't even use this and why the fuck do y'all think our language is wrong like if this is a fight for our language let it be within our culture and we'll decide and then y'all can go from there but don't bring y'all's bullshit over to us and it's like all right that's valid like i like y'all haven't figured it out i don't i definitely don't know and Mm -hmm. the only reason i'm saying it is literally because some very woke people told me say it this way or i'm a bad person and that's what i think a lot of people are with shit right now it's like just tell me what to say so i'm not looking like a bad person and i i get that impulse but being a good person just to me more important than like getting the words right out of fucking time you know it's it's and and i think people want to kick people for not getting the words right or bowing down to whatever and i just think that's a very short-sighted goal and you know my it's like when uh kendrick made um you know this auntie diaries and people were mad he said the f word as opposed to like celebrating that here's a person that's showing like the 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 heart to get it right and 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 displaying their real life like this is the ignorance i came from i'm not gonna hide from it. i'm not gonna shrink from it but also i know that i learned from it and i won't be saying and doing this shit again and people just they're like but the words were not said it's like oh you, you don't understand people you don't understand humans yeah and also it's one of those things but we live in a society and like i said it may be a generational thing but when it comes to the word quote-unquote woke to me it's not about what you say it's about your actions does your action show that you are woke how do you vote how how do you share love how do you communicate like like every day-to-day life actions you because everybody knows people who ain't got the right words but will whoop a motherfucker's ass if they you know step to their family member that's lgbtq the wrong way right. you know like you know people that are ignorant and, and quote unquote but you know there are some things that they will uh fight and stand for and march and protest and be like what you ain't gonna do those people are woke and it's one of those things where online people act like woke is a is is a cloak that you put on and if your cloak and your clothes don't look right you're not woke it's a lot of woke motherfuckers that quote-unquote call themselves woke but if i got down to the nitty-gritty and actually got down to their heart you're, you're not good people and you actually don't care about a lot of the community that you quote-unquote stand that you claim for but you're saying the right things so woke is a actual action and it's a lifestyle not something that you pull on and off according according to how convenient or not convenient it is for you and you put a lot of people put this shit on so they can shame everybody because it's a purity test for not being as quote-unquote pure and not having as not as much knowledge as them but at the end of the day nobody knows everything and this shit consistently changes uh all right so the comments i think that oh the anchor anchor so um the the q a was who hurt aubrey because you know drake been in his light skin feelings this last album like this nigga posted a selfie wearing a bonnet in the bed and everybody and i don't think he's really done any interviews or talked about all that shit he was talking on that album and uh it was the most light-skinned shit i ever seen in my life him posting that motherfucking selfie on some like 
hey guy i'm like oh today is just so hard is everything what's going on out here like it was just it looked like uh just a messy motherfucker that didn't want to take take no fucking like responsibility for what they put out into the world so it's gonna be interesting to see how that goes and it's really unfortunate especially the stuff you said about megan because it's really put a battery in the back of the i mean what if megan is lying people which uh on to be honest i just is that that whole like click is just very weird to me and it's gonna like they have no reason not to believe her other than she's just a black woman and bitches be lying come on like they they have not presented anything that was like this makes it seem like she was lying um so it's very weird i I don't know what they're it feels like they're hoping against all hope that there's a one percent chase chance this thing goes to trial and that this dude is like not just not guilty but that like megan stallion is found to be lying to have made it all up um i'm more uh, i was listening to firestar and they were like you know it's gonna be a bad day whenever the that trial verdict is reached because either it's gonna show she was lying and everybody all these niggas gonna be partying on her because they you know they've been talking shit about her for the last two years anyway or it's gonna be found that she was telling the truth and then a bunch of black women are gonna be shitting on all these dudes who was talking all that shit and they're gonna make it seem like all black men was on that bullshit blah 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 and i was thinking man it's a trial it's more than likely gonna end up somewhere in the middle mm-hmm. like it's probably not gonna be definitive in 100 percent. it's gonna because it's not like they it's, it's gonna end up being some shit i think where it's like even if he's found guilty and it's gonna be people claiming that it's it was a unfair trial i think it's of just course. that gendered now that's why i hate the gender war shit i it's hate the, it with a passion it's the stupidest dumbest shit ever and it's always people thinking they not part of it that's just that you're in it too you're yes, it's, you are. it's like why everybody gotta do these gender wars it's like well the second you like i gotta take up for black men so now i'm supporting tory lanes or shitting on megan the stallion you are part of it you're not above it at all mm-hmm. so um i think i think it's gonna be sad no matter how it turns out but aubrey sticking his like thumb in it is just so weird right because he has absolutely nothing to do with anything and i honestly think it's different than shit he's done in the past i think it like because people I, I always find this to be funny um and i think there's also people caught up in the gender war shit but the people that are like drake is a misogynist guys drake is a misogynist don't you know he's a misogynist yes, yes. nigga and i've a- been listening to misogynist rap my whole life yes nigga we are aubrey not is no it. aubrey is no different come on he I'm, ain't special mm-mm. he ain't different he ain't there's no, ll cool j it was was a soft misogynist too like it's just just because we like them in there of our era it's really like a rejection of like this is not our niggas these are the new niggas you know and drake is the delineating line for people about 40 years old of like these are the new niggas do you know the things they say are harmful it's like i don't know when yeah. i fucked you last night baby come on you know what i mean I'm like yeah i've been listening to fucked up so that part is just people outrage flopping and trying to ain't um, it though because it don't make sense yeah it's just people trying to like find some moral high ground over these new niggas that that part uh missed me with that mm-hmm. but i think this is this is new like him taking shots at other 
celebrity uh especially women uh right now is very weird because he wasn't doing that before he wasn't directly being like man fuck this person and that person and we will go we know who exactly we're talking about what are you doing mm-hmm. anyway who hurt Aubrey? carrie says i think who hasn't hurt Aubrey is an easier question to answer hmm. uh roger says the yakubian devils Kyrie try to tell y'all uh now a lot of the uh exclamation points of punctuation are wrong on this so maybe that's on purpose maybe that's part of it um <laughs> m nicole says in his mind everybody <laughs> Ernest says probably Tory Lanez you know he's out here shooting people Lee says nobody he just light skinned Aaron says they should have blue check marks for people who are paying for it and a different color check mark for Twitter people who Twitter reached out to and gave them verification they'll start some drama well Aaron you were prescient because that's kind of what they did Raphael says hate to do this I think it might be time for Aubrey and the rest of these rappers to start facing Logan Paul (laughs) TKO should send them into the arms of therapy what happened to nice canada emil uh mecca says i did <laughs> mecca hurt oh okay so now we know we know who to blame dante says everybody because light skin feels but legit as someone who knows very few of them negroes karen speaks for me lol and ruth <laughs> says push a t <laughs> oh no that's hilarious um and i think i did the comments on that episode on already yes i did um all right so let's get to the next episode 2631 um pokemon go to jail uh we got three comments here apia says can i do something to not be in the same category as elon maybe get a pass for being european or something because i don't share his beliefs at all i have at least known many powerful business people in my area and i agree 100 percent. many are as smart as you think they got a successful and often it was luck and now they had the smart bonus people expect them to be smart even if they are chaotic petty and short-sighted that's why i hate it when people call regular folks mostly men a genius no um i don't think anybody was putting you in the same category as elon Mm -hmm. uh apia unless you're just saying white which is that's the case no you got to be in the same category there's no (laughs) no sean says elon literally started his wealth on racism apartheid he then got really lucky in the dot-com bubble dot com bubble <laughs> the dot com bubble is different now, that, that was that's a different site that was in the early 2000s when uh onion booty was uh really popular black street hookers completely uh, different era completely different time the irony that an edison of uh, someone who got rich off of patenting other people's invention running tesla is deep that being said there are very few people who actually get rich through their own genius and they tend to be looked down on beyonce prince oprah serena tyler perry are some examples of people who got rich uh through work but they seem to be less respected than people like musk and jobs who got rich off of patenting other people's work or even buffett who got rich through the stock market yeah i wonder what those people have in common beyonce prince oprah serena tyler perry right um as far as the term genius goes i think the problem is the idea of general intelligence while someone like yay may be a musical genius he is completely mentally deficient in almost every other aspect of his life understanding gardner's theory of multiple intelligences may allow the reclamation and de-weighting of the term genius genius should not be a license for assholery yeah i think it's just uh for me i figured a genius thing out a while ago which is just people bring up genius when they are confronted with uh being a fan of or liking somebody that is 
problematic right Mm -hmm. now you would think it wouldn't be that big a deal because people go everybody's problematic but apparently they only care when it's your nigga oh my god these niggas this uh, everyone's problematic and i think it should be fine to criticize work i'm like cool so i loved game of thrones well it's problematic right you said everyone's problematic yeah but i hate them because they're problematic okay so why why but if it all if every no one's capable of making something perfect and it's all just critique then shouldn't it kind of weigh out to just people have critique and it just is what it is no no you can't like your thing <laughs> like okay fuck you anyway eve says almost got fooled by a ghost kitchen uh i saw on yelp and that there was a mr beast burger in my area and i thought they were on the only on the west coast so i wanted to give it a shot but i thought it was funny that i'd never seen the store where the map said it was found out it was a damn bertucci's i was disappointed yes we yeah, had mr yeah, beast burger yeah I, didn't it come out of uh what was it uh i know the answer i was gonna say it okay go ahead ruby, ruby tuesday okay <laughs> ruby tuesday yes <laughs> it, was, it was in a ruby tuesday <laughs> mm-hmm. and we pulled up and i was like oh yeah because uh, i know how ruby tuesdays cook their food and y'all ain't got no special grill so you still cooking it on a regular ruby tuesday shit it's the it's the like real life version of we got we got mcdonald's at home yes like it's that version where you like but mama mcdonald's don't put peppers in a burgers it would you know what i mean like this is different we don't have happy meal toys uh anyway i knew twitter was going to be a hot mess after the introduction of the paid check marks but i never could have predicted the torrential shit storm and people ask actually stinking sinking stocks of major corporations because of fake tweets and elon is treating this like a joke he's treating it as much as trump used to and i think it's mainly him trying to save face but he looks like a damn fool what a loser yeah that eli Lilly shit uh definitely had to tighten him up a little bit because eli Lilly is the people that sell uh insulin to diabetics at, at this huge fucking markup that has not made sense and we can't get enough people in the government to fucking to cap regulate that shit that. Yes. and uh hope people need it mm-hmm. and so um uh so so like they've gotten so so somebody faked a eli Lilly account and then said they were gonna give insulin away for free and then eli Lilly had to make a like hey guys we're sorry about that fake tweet that gave y'all hope uh but no it's gonna still cost what it costs and their actual stock went down Mm -hmm. like people like people stopped investing in them for that shit so i don't know if 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 it was because they saw their first tweet and thought it was real or they saw the the talk about i don't know why it went down for sure you know but i just know that it's affecting people's stock market shit it's gonna get serious yep and this is why you vote because if we had enough people in the house and the senate they would pass laws that says y'all can't price gals this shit this people need this and people shouldn't be spending hundreds of thousands of dollars throughout the course of a year just for something that they cannot live without yeah um so yeah the uh poll 
was have you ever been fooled by a ghost kitchen yes no or i don't know because there's got to be a lot of y'all that don't know right particularly if you don't go pick up your delivery yeah and you and and how they get you it be you go through and they be like what's popping what they normally under that what's new Mm -hmm. because the name is so different you're like oh i never heard of this place before that's how they get you 21 percent say yes 53 percent say no they don't think they have and 26 percent say they don't know Mm-hmm. meanwhile um on uh the poll on spotify 21 percent yes 55 percent no and 24 percent i don't know so almost a- identical mm-hmm. um and then uh comments um on on youtube let's code up check those out real quick we got like about four comments uh t erskine says from 1945 to 2015 mark because you can minute mark these oh, okay uh he said it's spot on it was about elon musk and jack mm. and your boy kj says wasn't it though i remember when my former employee one of the two big to fail banks started a large-scale operation to revamp our processes using technology a lot of people thought the company was doing it to make life easier for us i was like y'all tripping this tech is going to replace us because us employees are the most expensive part of their overhead vulture capitalists are teaming up with technologists to create solutions that eliminate the need for human workers which will severely impact if not eliminate entire segments of the workforce in the near future a lot of relatively good paying jobs required skilled laborers were actually on borrowed time and the pandemic just sped up the clock the drop-in service uh as the tech uh as the tech uh work won't at work as the tech won't work as well as first is an acceptable trade-off to them benchmarks like productivity the stock market the gdp will be up while the human toll of the job losses unemployment a lagging indicator will also skyrocket but by then it'll be too late to act you know i i I agree uh with you there are some things it's going to be a slower process but yeah the whole thing you could see it with cashiers you know because now when you go in you know a lot of people a lot of times when you go into stores they have like one person and multiple cashier multiple registers now because they're like well why would we have five cashiers we could just have one watching four of them you know and it's one of those things to where like you said they're willing to deal like you said with the bad customer service the the you calling operator operator you know and shit like that like they're willing to to just deal with that for now uh and a lot of things are pushing to machine generated and you're not even getting the choice you know particularly as the technology gets better and as the machines learn more but there are some things that i do think computers aren't gonna be replaced because one thing about it guess what them shits malfunction and they tear down and they don't always act right somebody gotta fix them bitches but they don't care nothing about that at this time your boy kj says i'm here for the class action suit we went to a ghost kitchen in the a because they had vegan options we were short on time and the slutty vegan line be way too long i ordered milkshakes with our burgers and the spicy faux chicken sandwiches on the app but the milkshakes weren't even an option for some convoluted reason it sounded like what i imagine a mcdonald's employee sounds like explaining why the ice cream machine still isn't working but anyway we got no milkshake and they never refunded me my damn money it's like if joan joanne the scammer was a food joint shaking my head i don't know how you didn't get your money that's that's one thing i'll say about doordash i ain't never had a problem getting my motherfucking money back because like, like this this is the cost of doing business we know people gonna fuck up maybe it's because i we use them more mm-hmm. or something i don't know but i've just never had that issue they just be like like if anything it's i'm 
i hate to, to say it this way but it almost feels disrespectful how quick they give you your money back like oh we know this ain't shit you know what i mean when it's like guys i didn't get my shakes and they're just like yeah here's seven dollars shut the fuck up you're like oh hmm that didn't cost you anything you you don't give a fuck mm-hmm. um Mm-mm. it was like this is the cost to do put ideas who we're not going to fight you over this ten dollar meal yeah so uh but yeah so um i feel you on that and also like another for the people that are like you know the ghost kitchen thing uh how can you get got by it i've actually tried some new places and you reminded me i've tried a vegan place this black vegan place um off of like west boulevard because i was just trying new things on the app and we went to go pick it up and it was actually this black vegan place the actual location it was absolutely delicious so it's just one of those things where people go well how you got you got you do know y'all they don't use their real name like you have no idea who the actual other person is i'm just not googling every restaurant's address right because that's what a lot of people were saying i was like i'm not doing that and good for y'all that that do i just i wasn't i'm not always in a headspace to be like well let me go to google and and find bitch i just want to order my food and it show up or i go pick it up and you ought to be who you say you are quit fucking lying to me the problem is i'm being lied to also some ghost kitchens turn off the pickup option so it's just you gotta like oh you this delivery only anyway my mom says this was too funny i'm only halfway through this was comic relief the end in the h says i am nine minutes in but when you started telling the story about getting them bird dogs bag that was actually a target bag i started busting out laughing next i wanted to know is it crinkled up and did it have a receipt in it like one of the bags that i have inside of a bag that everyone keeps in a drawer somewhere i was continue watching but had to comment that to that as always y'all the best thank you thank you and uh i don't think it was a receipt in it but it was crinkly it, it was crinkly you're like yeah this is a used bag and the q a on uh spotify is a target bag for real that's how i feel dog carlito said another old song lyric that tripped me out is inside my love by minnie ripperton don't let that sweet voice and melody fool you melody minnie was singing about getting cream pie oh that's why i like that song now just top explosion says this reminds me of the boston institute and plastic bag band and charge five cents for paper bags i pulled out all my plastic bags from the kitchen at flexed on instagram hashtag rich nigga shit hey carrie says yeah i would have been pissed about that roger says hear me out what if the ghost kitchen was in popeyes hmm, hmm. first of all popeyes can't even make popeyes from popeyes kitchen oh, we definitely you know they're they not can't do no branching ghost. out like they get an attitude if you just order what you supposed to get order something on this on the extra menu i do like a three-piece spicy they'd be like god damn it another one uh rafael says i did not know that ghost kitchens existed i'm taking notes to quit the nft game for real i got lots of target and other bags to get rid of and get paid for it god plan playing uh good good drink <laughs> jane says man they target it target ed <laughs> you for that food scam shaking my head by the way rest in peace to the iranian pig pen uh and bgrs says uh when you said they put the food in a target bag i lol just in unsanitary and tacky yes right now you can't you can't defend this this is terrible and i'm not these uh stuck up huge stickler people i'm not i would rather like that. you put it on a blank you know how sometimes you get the white generic with yeah. i'd rather you put it in like a blank bag put it in a thank you bag like who gives a fuck 
Where you put it in the Amazon box? That's ridiculous. Right. At least I know where it came from. Um, all right. <clears throat> episode thirty twenty six thirty two, the was uh the episode title sim simma says when karen said the bogo i choked on my water laughed my ass off that was so funny clearly i wasn't paying attention to the episode name but that made it even sweeter karen got the jokes let me go listen to the rest of this episode oh thank you ernest says yeah that was hilarious ernest says we've had a lot of fun here today but kids if the field trip bus pulls up and the horns sound like the general lead from dukes of hazard please do not get on that ah! bus until next time uh abby says we don't have mayonnaise at home just saying sure you don't <laughs> you are you are you a miracle whip family yeah how about uh, that duke's mayonnaise you, listen you can't trust these whites they're a lot to your face <laughs> um we don't have no mayonnaise do, in our family do you, at home do you, or make mayonnaise? you don't have no mayonnaise uh i looked in your kitchen you got eggs and butter and milk and shit you got mayonnaise you liar <laughs> you can make it at the house and there's nothing you can do to convince me that you don't have mayonnaise in your house so just stop yeah you, do you eat dry sandwiches no nah, no nah, they put something you. on them sandwiches and it's got some mayo in it <laughs> chris evans as the sexiest man alive good pick terrible pick or meh good pick that's my captain america and will forever be my captain america well the audience agrees with you 66.666 percent of people say it's a good pick one person three percent says terrible pick and 30 percent say meh and i just assume that's just black people that black women that wouldn't fuck any white man you know there's they're out there they live they exist i get it we see you sis uh 54 percent 54 percent uh on spotify think he was a good pick three percent once again probably like one person says terrible pick and 43 percent man and this is all i'm saying if i if if we did this poll in the past which you may have when it was motherfucking that dude when it was john legend and the other dude from the voice y'all motherfuckers would have had a lot lower percentage that said good pick that's all i'm saying oh yeah i'm biased i'm, I'm oh, this is yeah. not about you oh my this is not you already said you like to pick so how I could do. that possibly be about you <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> i'm talking for the people that I'm, say I'm it's sorry. a terrible I'm pick sorry. or mad i'm saying that the, they're never gonna get a hundred percent consensus true but this is about the highest consensus they're gonna be able to ever get is chris evans because mm-hmm. at the time we talked about in the chat room some people trying to act like oh i would never it's like okay congratulations you're the one pussy he can't unlock got it <laughs> but everybody else would open their genitals right the fuck up so it's it is what it is uh cans galaxy says i haven't heard white people news theme song in a minute i forgot how funny it was i had to hear it a couple more times before continuing on with the show ernest says rod says that anti-ted cruz hijinks are wrong but he hosts a show where his motto is has often been cited as nothing's wrong if it's funny this message brought to you by one million tipping americans pack just kidding love y'all shout out to the chat room <laughs> keeping on theme that's how they be you're one person but you're one million tipping americans pack mm-hmm. Ernest, Ernest, know the game you know how to play it um all right so that's it for those comments and then i'll anchor the q a throw some generals at them choco <laughs> bean says i tried to get my flu vaccine along with my covid booster but walgreens told me they don't take my insurance what i was under the impression that the flu is a free shot it's even advertised as such you know what i don't know i've always had insurance 
so i've been covered mm-hmm. every time i've gotten it Tell me the flu, yeah. so i don't know if that's a insurance thing or not uh so now there may be a way to get it you might want to research there may be a way for you to still get it but yeah i don't know i have insurance privilege in that area and i hope to maintain that carrie says well all right can't remember the context of this comment to be honest doesn't even matter proceed to sling some private parts or reckless abandon lee says chris hemsworth is the sexiest white man alive hands down and Aaron Gullich says my plastic surgeon doesn't want me doing any activity where balls fly at my nose so <laughs> I guess you can't be throwing no genitals oh. apparently not can't be having no balls fly past your nose sad to see really mm-hmm. um, to me uh, alright let's get into the voicemails and we can play some more of this music uh, from Infrared Crypto Crypto <laughs> voicemail line is 704-557-0186 mm-hmm. leave us voicemails they gotta be less than two minutes so you get cut off and then you look weird because you're leaving three four messages in a row but uh let's see who called us this week hi rod and karen it's sydney um i'm here the early vote or not early voting voting um on the 8th and I just had to call in and say thank you for being the big brother and sister in my head that I've needed for the past you know five six seven eight years um you're really prolific thinkers and I don't think I would be out here voting um in a midterm election if it wasn't for you all Mm. um this is my first time doing so and you all have just really been necessary and i just there's so many things that could be said i know i got a two minute time limit so i'm just going to keep it brief thank you for being the prolific thinkers and for not being afraid to share and to um you know really get your opinion out there because it's valid and it's necessary um and we just appreciate you we really appreciate you oh man that's that's one congratulations for voting in your first midterm Mm-hmm. okay um midterms matter lit and like they honestly, actually matter more than the four years and honestly like we need everybody in north carolina it's all hands on deck mm-hmm. i think it's one of the reasons that our show don't sound like a lot of shows from progressive black people that vote because or shit in a lot of cases progressive black people that don't, don't vote. vote but um i think we don't sound like those shows because we don't feel safe those, those people those people I think those people live in places in a lot of cases where they feel safe. I'm not saying they are safe, but they feel safer they than the illusion. than being here mm-hmm. where it's like, oh, if I don't vote in my local election, we'll still go blue. It'll just be like, what version of a Democrat do we get? It's like, no, um, nigga, they'll come and they'll, they'll take over everything here. No, thank you. Ain't got nobody got time for that. Yeah. And, and I think a lot of, t- a lot of them have been waking up this last couple of years to gerrymandering since the vra has been struck down because yes, a lot of them had never voted in an election without a vra so um a lot of them are finding out that like oh we're looking up and new york's governor might be a republican right and they're like how did that happen it's like well 
this is what happens when you just kind of like chill and you just kind of think it's not that big a deal or you think it can't be that bad right and you don't stay on their asses and you look at all these other people that are in your state and they're constantly pushing like up north like they are people that are like hey y'all y'all can't be sleeping down here fucking up and you're like oh we're up north that's the shit that only happens down south or in certain areas it could never happen here and the shit is starting to creep up there not everybody wants to be in a panic it was like yeah nigga we don't down here we don't have the luxury of relaxing like they their foot is always on our neck if it ain't on our neck and they're right behind us and it's like a consistent fight all right we got this one from a long number from must be from overseas got three different messages from this person so hi oh shit hold up i forgot to say and also if i'm not mistaken sid sydney is um somebody we that came out to our live show when we did our first live show in uh charlotte i believe Mm -hmm. i still remember me like meeting her um and it was funny because i if I'm, I, I hope I'm not misquoting her, but I think she said something to the effect of like, you know, you the only like cis hat man that I like ever listened to. So, you know, it's kind of, it kind of felt like that scene from, um, uh, that scene from Atlanta, uh, where, uh, the dude came up to Paperboy and, and hit him with that, uh, uh, don't let me down. Don't let me down, my nigga. <laughs> Don't let me down, man. If you let me down, I don't know what I'd do. And if <laughs> like I felt that pressure, <laughs> like I don't, I don't I, like. Uh, I was like, oh god, I'm, I'm a human being. I'm gonna fuck up at some point. I don't know, <laughs> right? What, when, like, but what? I'm gonna yeah. let you down. Like I'm gonna say something disagreeable because I'm human and any human being that puts out hours of content every year it's just gonna be one day where it's just like this nigga being human I saying you something let me down right saying something with a different conclusion so i you know is it was it's always something that's kind of a little in the back of my head i think at that point in my life i definitely was one of like awesome man i just don't want to let people down i don't want to let people down i don't want to hurt anybody's feelings i don't want to be on the wrong side of some issue or something and honestly i was denying my own humanity at that time i was mm-hmm. very much like oh god uh, uh i better just say the right thing it, even if i don't understand it keeps you on edge what what it and, it and a lot of times i would just end up one being berating myself with my inner voice but it was really a lot of like um saying something that was uh even when i didn't understand it i just knew that well this is the thing that people won't be mad about you know what i mean mm-hmm. and that can be weaponized against you too and how you out here looking looking dumb you know because it'd be sure. some shit you don't even really agree with or understand and you just saying it like right uh guys i think uh uh you know a, a perfect example a perfect example is it's something i don't believe but it's common parlance on the internet intent doesn't matter and yes it does right right um so i've never believed that Mm-mm. not in my personal life not with somebody else uh i understand situationally it may be able to apply it, it, but i think in general intent always matters mm-hmm. because even when someone fucks up you can go well this was their intent we can take that intent educate them and they won't fuck up in that way anymore because they had they didn't have the intent to fuck up right. whereas somebody with the intention to fuck up on purpose they are different to me and that is worse to me in in many cases um 
you know it's, it's the difference between somebody um say somebody comes from another country they got introduced to hip-hop and they've been rapping along and they don't even understand what nigga means and they just be like oh you know i love nigga this nigga that nigga that and then they get to america and somebody goes hey i know you love this music and the black people who make it you're not allowed to say that that's da 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 them going oh my god i didn't know i'm never gonna do that again i can take that yes sir because they didn't know and they didn't intend they intended to be part of a culture they didn't then there's people that are like and i don't give a fuck i'm gonna say it anyway yes sir that if y'all can say it why can't i say it? and you go oh your intention is different than this other person and so it does matter so like that's what i mean is like um uh stuff like that in, in different ways so but not but I, like i said i still remember that and be like oh god the immediate pressure you know i don't want to disappoint this black woman you know why would i want to do that you know but anyway all right here's the next um next voicemail katrina or really it's katie and aka katrina um and i'm listening to the feedback show and i thought let me call in uh and leave a voicemail before i forget and it's you know you guys um talking about um never forget and uh jewish people and how they really don't play when it comes to um anti-semitism and of course there are a lot of different factors that play into this i think the thing that i haven't heard anyone really bring up the difference between how um with black people there's a lot more wiggle room in terms of anti-blackness and they're just it's much more strict in the jewish community um is that where america got to play hero eventually Mm -hmm. in world war ii and helping to end the holocaust they have never been the hero when it comes to black life black people Mm -hmm. or enslavement they're always the villain they cannot take any pride in having, um, like, uh, ha- you know, in liberation in any way. Mm-hmm. They're always on the other side of liberation when mm-hmm. it comes to black people. So never forget has been allowed to flourish more in the United States with support of the United States government because of right. the role that it ended up playing in the Holocaust, which mm-hmm. is not the role that it started out with. And I'm telling you that as somebody who worked at the U.S. Holocaust Memorial Museum for a very long time, mm-hmm. specifically in education. In fact, when you go to that museum and um, the very first image you see when you get off the elevator onto that first floor, it is an image of Allied well, American forces looking down Oh, she must have got cut off. Okay. Let's go to the next one. Hey, guys. Sorry. It's Katie. And again, I just want to wrap up what I was saying. The first image that visitors see when they come off that um, elevator is framed with American heroism. It Mm. is American soldiers looking down at the charred remains um, of Jewish people in a concentration camp because Mm. Nazis tried to um, literally burn whatever evidence they left as they fled these camps when they knew that they had lost. So that museum is framed in a lot of ways as um, American heroes, and partly because it is a partially government-funded museum with um, also a a private donation as well. So Mm -hmm. America has a stake in how 
it looks <laughs> in, in in that museum. So all that to say, I do see that as a as a key difference there that America got to play heroes in terms of um, stopping uh, anti-Semitism or that's a narrative that they created after the fact, and they do not have that with us. Mm-hmm. Also. Anti-blackness is inherently core of the foundation of America. They need it like they need water to drink in order to continue the lie of white supremacy. Mm-hmm. Even though anti-Semitism is a form of white supremacy, mm-hmm. the country doesn't get as much traction off of that as it does anti-blackness. So anti-blackness flourishes in some so many ways um, in our country and amongst so many different types of people. And there is a concerted effort to keep spreading anti-blackness in ways that there isn't with anti-Semitism. All right, I love you both. Um, I hope some of that made some sense. I'm not in a really good area right now, but I hope you heard what I said. All right, I love you. Bye. Yeah, it definitely made sense. I think um, one of the other parts of this is that... Um, anti-blackness a lot of times has taken has been absorbed by black people Mm -hmm. and so i think that's where you end up with this like conundrum of sometimes we're complicit in in spreading contributing to and believing in the stuff i i in a way that i just don't and it could just be my unfamiliarity with the culture of jewish people but i've never really seen a lot of prominent jewish people come out and support i've never seen that like right like when kanye and kyrie said what they said or even you know just other anti-semites that aren't black i've never seen like the occasional jewish person like guys come on they're making some good points like i'm black people will come out and do that i mean even in some of the most virulent anti-black shit i mean just even racist shit like when someone brings up black on black crime they'll be a black person you know shit uh takeoff got killed and there were black people hopping out before any white person could say a word being like it is a cultural issue it is black people's fault it ain't about guns Mm -mm. it's about black people killing black people Mm because there's something wrong with black people and look i'm not fighting with them but that is what was said and if that would have been jerry seinfeld saying that we would have been like this racist bigot right but when it was other black people saying it other rappers people that knew to do is it just it's it's been absorbed you know um when you hear the way people talk about like black politicians and stuff like that or you know the they're like you know um there's like an absorbing of it that is just gives that gives a lot of credence to the shit so i think at least i haven't seen the jewish version of that now like i said i could just not be privy to it but i feel like you know like when a black candidate is running for office they can't wait to find a black person like a killer mike or somebody that'll tell you like they go out of their way to find them yeah like they can't wait and that person can't wait to be the one to tell you then they genuinely will get out there this is my face and this is what i'm saying so i just haven't seen that from jewish people and um you know and yeah the other thing too is white people will try to pull that uh we were the good guys in slavery shit but they were the bad guys too because so like occasionally and and honestly when they bring it up it just sounds condescending and fucked up when they're like guys we freed you and you're like what the fuck you enslaved us too and he turned a blind eye for for a couple hundred years and then and then fought a war about the fact that they were seceding from the country not 
really about slavery at all slavery right. ended as a byproduct mm-hmm. of trying to disempower that 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 secession but it's not really about seeing our humanity and 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 equality because that lasted eight years before y'all was like oh go back to lynching them i'm sorry we didn't understand so fuck out of here she left one more voicemail by the way i'm sorry karen did you have something to say before i'm okay go ahead hey guys it's um Katie again i was just running back i changed some of the last part of what i said that may have gotten muddled I just want to be very clear that I am not in any way accusing anti-Semitism. I am not in any way placing, like, comparing value um, or danger of anti-Semitism with uh, anti-Blackness. These things are very, very dangerous to me and very big deals. So I don't want my haste of me trying to summarize my point in the last part of what I said to be confused. I don't want anyone associating me in any way with Co-temporary or even on the, <laughs> or even skirting around co-temporary. So just want to clarify that. All right, love you guys. Bye, Bye. You, baby. But no, you you were clear. You know, yeah. you you just yeah. be. Let me guess. You be on Twitter a lot because that's what happens when you be on Twitter. They make you scared. You say well, something. You, you be like, "Let me make this clear. I want to be crystal clear. I do not support blah 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 blah." It's like, yeah, it's it's understanding that. But, but yeah we we yeah. not twitter we're gonna try to give you the benefit of doubt we, we call it here we're we not gonna assume we don't play like, gotcha we yeah, yeah. unless you, i mean i feel like the kind of people that's that's tapping like that don't really seem to mind just coming all the way out <laughs> I, if if they somehow listen to this show i'm pretty sure uh, sure the fucking it would have started with them just coming in and being like first of all you coon sellout niggas like it would have like i don't think those people would have how dare you rod let your queen come out here yeah it'd have been a lot of that yeah, they wouldn't have beat around the bush with the whole mm-hmm. like oh you know what um jewish people and i worked in the museum like they wouldn't have no Mm-mm. they would have been like y'all how dare y'all defend them devils and shit and like oh, okay we 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 know what this is we, <laughs> we've been around this enough yeah um all right let's go to the final voicemail and it's from our girl iman hey rod hey karen y'all <laughs> i'm still listening to the episode i'm gonna go back but i was eating while i was listening to it but when rod when he said your food Oh, I almost died. I almost died. Oh, no. Oh, well, that's one thing. Can't drive while listening to y'all. <laughs> you get too funny, <laughs> and now I can't eat. Oh, goodness. <laughs> oh, man. But, <laughs> but yes, those ghost kitchens, oh, my goodness. Like, I first noticed that they popped up, like, during the height of the pandemic. Yeah, yeah that's when they really started coming was out. was driving for this local type of GrubHub DoorDash thing company called waiter and i had called him i was like oh what's uh pasquale's pizza i was like does that i was like See? do you think uh that's good pizza and he's like oh no that's just Chuck Chuck e. cheese. pizza mm-hmm. and i said what yeah that's one day he was like yeah it's that's all it is like and then he was going down running down all the other like not real restaurants or just running out of other restaurants i was like oh i was like this is i was like that's lame I was like okay, I was like I can't trust nothing, but ooh, okay. 
Thank y'all for the laugh and for almost killing me yet again. Ah. <laughs> I love y'all. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye, sweetie. Glad my pain can bring you joy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I forgot. Yeah, that is one of Chuck E. Cheese's names. They go by multiple names. Probably depend on where y'all in the country. Uh, we got email comments, uh, which is another great excuse to play some more of this infrared crypto beats. Hey, my music. Yeah, he sent some new beats this week, so um you know we appreciate the brother he also sent an email we'll read it in a second but uh first it's music i said music please computer play the music <laughs> what is happening computer get it together i about use a different program oh uh, you gonna make us look bad in front of company right i mean, I mean people are in here waiting you know how these motherfuckers are talking shit about you every week <laughs> all right go ride why don't you have an apple like everybody want me to get a mac and now you embarrassing me in front of people and they gonna see this that bullshit they gonna be like this gonna happen on a mac jazzy mm-hmm. all right next let's talk about voicemails i mean emails let's talk about emails everybody i made a mistake i made a mistake can't get it out the system dare you make a mistake rod of course i'm gonna laugh i laugh every time i know because <laughs> it's funny to be it's funnier than any joke i've ever written ah! or told or put money and time into or even gotten paid to put on game theory <laughs> me saying voicemails when i meant to say emails 100 percent laugh rate with karen they give me every time uh uh we got a comment from podbean it doesn't say who is from uh just says love the guest for and she's talking about dr ray uh love the guest i love what she's doing a whole black female jack hannah out here and they're out there loving animal preservation like i do go sis black power emoji clapping emoji oh Mackie writes in hi rod and karen if either of you are tea drinkers here's some overpriced tea made in barrels of scotty pippen's digits the tea is pretty good but i doubt it's as good as the bourbon i haven't had the pleasure of the bourbon anyway you guys rock keep up the good work Cecilia Mackey. Hopefully the tea will be less mellow. The 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 liquor puts hair on your chest and I um like uh hopefully it, it seeps. Digits bourbon barrel aged tea back for a limited time. Now I might get this tea now. Scotty drinking this tea is hilarious in these pictures. Oh, well you know what you gonna be ordering me. He should I guess. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, listen, the book could also have been uh, that that whole thing could have been about spilling the tea because he definitely was talking to all the ah, shit yes! so like i'm scared of the tea too maybe the tea was what <laughs> i'm gonna drink that tea and be lit i thought it was the alcohol but maybe it was the tea that had him out here like you know what another thing <laughs> fuck michael jordan <laughs> nigga wasn't shit i won them championships You're like damn how good is this liquor it's told i was the tea i'm gonna get that tea put my pinky in the head put my pinky in the air and just and just get wild just tossing tea up here have my own bobson tea party uh oh my god remind me to never leave a voicemail again this is from sydney who says hey family it's sydney again i'm a capricorn so i had to come back and do it right 
what was that blubbering mess that i left on your voicemail first of all you sounded fine yes sis. you don't, did don't even you were good even baby uh but i get in my head like that too sometimes you know i'm like oh god what is what did i say and I, like i'll do that with the podcast and i'll listen back i'm like that was fine that, that made mm-hmm. sense uh i've been a listener since i was 24 25 i'm 32 now and this podcast has taken me from i don't believe that black people have to use their vote to understanding that it's integral for black people to use their vote from projection tweeting about offsets love bombing to working through my own mess instead of using humans like avatars oh come through testimony mm-hmm. you and justin have even helped me have some really important conversations eight uh coming of age conversation with my little brother from balls d sports and as someone who was very good friends with and ran heavy in the fat influencer circles you hit the nail on the head so just understand you both are so 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 important to me and to many love y'all dearly sydney oh sydney Aww. that means so much Thank to me you. it really does mm-hmm. um because we're instagram friends too and i always see her living her motherfucking life best life <laughs> living my best life <laughs> it's like y'all gonna get this like i love it i always like it's just like man i like it could all just be ig because you know mm-hmm. ig you know most of us we share the ups not the downs and mm-hmm. stuff but i always just be like man she sound like she is living ha- the best a, having, soft life having a fucking, great life yeah like just uh taking these amazing pictures and having amazing experiences and shit i'm like yeah i just i just for some of y'all i just stalk i just be looking so it's very ironic that it's like because i'm over here like she living life right you know is i I appreciate the uh the shout out and the love and uh yeah man i honestly man we can just influence i i think it's just so important because a lot of the conversations online are not really conversations you know no. they're 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 monologues and and soapboxes pretending to be conversations and yes, um a lot of this stuff i know i'm not alone in thinking and i know if there had been other voices like mine at the time it would have made more sense to me at the time because i would just have misgivings about things and i'd be like i don't it, it's like you're it's like if if i say think this is not someone is doing something not in the right way or a righteous way i might not be against the thing that they're talking about but i might not like the way they're doing it right and that's fine too and it doesn't even mean they're wrong it just means i don't like their method of doing something um and i've noticed uh shout out to conflict is not abuse very tough book for me to read but i needed it uh i had to, i started reading it like two or three times before i finished it because i would check out because i'd be like i don't know man this is going against everything i'm hearing you know like it's it's very much like shut the fuck up get in your place and support me and nothing else and then i read finished that book and i said oh my god yes this is it and so um in a lot of cases i uh it feels like that where it's like i might not be down with the movement's online of some of the way people like unfold things but then it becomes a if you're not down with the way we move you're not down with us and therefore you're against us and i'm like that's the fucking problem right and it don't mean i'm against you you're not offering me any level of freedom either you know like you're like you're just as fucked up and rigid as this white people shit yes but um but yeah but also at the same time man i really love that we inspired you to vote i i'm sure you're not the only person um and i remember a long time ago this person uh who is also batshit but um someone had 
she had said something about how like these people's podcasts don't change people and da 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 and i was like well you know we had some people tell us like we changed their opinions on things and for the better and blah blah, blah. and she like cat just like hit back on some like because i wasn't saying it in an argumentative tone i was not even being smart out it was completely sincere and she replied back on some like kind of like yeah i doubt it shit and i'm like oh my life's work okay uh and uh but i remember thinking like but we had too many people you know we had black men talk about how they treat their families you, and their can't deny and the women truth. in their lives and the lgbtq people in their lives differently because of us mm-hmm. i've had people you know when you say you talk to your little brother based off of the the, the conversations me and justin have on balls these sports because you know we've also talked about consent we talked about mm-hmm. sports culture we talked about rape culture being built into sports like it's not all just jokes and bullshit mm-hmm. and uh a lot of times we talk we kind of are giving people a blueprint to approach these topics because the way i look at it is i i have empathy for me myself and and others but i am never gonna let that stop me from you know trying to be to say things i feel are right and and true and honest um and so i think a lot of times what happens is people think the way that these movements move online are the only way to move and what i'm seeing is a lot of these movements don't really bring people to your side if any push them away yeah or you bring them to heal like it's different than bringing someone to your side bringing someone to heal it's the difference it's like if uh, me and karen were having a discussion and i'm trying to influence karen i'm trying to change her mind about something and i basically go well if you don't if you don't agree with me then we might as well get divorced and because i know karen doesn't want to get divorced she'll be like well i guess i'm just gonna do this shit because he i don't want a divorce like i don't even i don't he hasn't swayed my opinion he hasn't made me feel like he's right but i don't want to get divorced and i don't care that fucking much so fine sugar goes in grits you know (laughs) and i feel like that's what a lot of the movements end up turning into like whatever it takes to get you to say sugar goes in grits we just doing that and it's like well even if i was a motherfucker that thought sugar goes in grits i don't want it this way we not exactly changing hearts and minds with bullying people right and you know the thing about being bullied one day they're gonna somebody gonna look up and realize they're being bullied and guess what two things are gonna happen when it comes to bullies either you motherfucking punch them in the goddamn face or you remove yourself from the situation so you're not bullied anymore one of the two's gonna happen when it comes to bullies yeah we all just human we trying i'm most people just trying their best and, and and shit but yeah i think so one thing with those conversations with me and justin is like we've actually been able to reach some people that way i it's if we would have came at them the way that we were told to come at them from social media we would have definitely not reached those people Mm -hmm. and there are some people that are unreachable reachable and you know honestly it's it's fucked them to be if i'm be a thousand percent uh thorough with y'all it it get to a point where i'll be like man fuck that person and i'm really and i'm over it i gave it my shot i tried but there are sometimes man when we talk to people like like this kid we play ball with um and we're talking to him about like you know sexual assault you know and like hey you know this this thing that you're describing that could easily be taken the wrong way that could be the the you know make it like art is did, did this really happen is this a joke is this you know that kind of shit and 
you know you talk to this person and more often than not you realize like this motherfucker don't know what the fuck they talking about Mm -mm. they thought it would sound cool because we're men we're black men and we're supposed to be into all this toxic shit and the second you like hey you don't got to do all that man we not really like that oh fucking a wave comes down it's like oh yeah yeah well no i know this is wrong and i wouldn't do this and like okay well then like be like that like fuck these stop stop trying to fold into these other niggas so anyway that's a random rambling segment but y'all know what i meant uh caretha professor caretha writes in dear riding karen hope this message finds you well i just had to drop a note about the way you gave yourself space to handle the disrespectful message in response to your comments about the ritual swirling around taylor swift's video rod did most of the talking but karen held space for it on both the pregame and the regular show it was just so beautiful to witness it felt like when rod was transitioning to new york yet another example of the kind of support you give each other the way your partnership allows you both to challenge yourselves because you know the other has your back over the years i've said countless times that rod offers us a model of rigor and nuance most often i've said that in the chat this time i wanted to pause and send an email because i finally figured out why this example hit me so hard basically you highlighted how you worked through the emotion to get to clarity and how you reached out to trusted friends to be sure your view wasn't unfairly skewed by emotion what you helped me realize is that self-reflection must include awareness of one's emotion Mm -hmm. trying to divide the intellectual from the emotional or the emotional from the intellectual is a recipe for simplicity not rigor or and nuance yeah i mean that that's kind of my default is to uh try to find a play because listen we all human and when our feelings get hurt prone to say some shit i i I can't speak for y'all let me speak to myself right i am prone to say some shit that i will feel extremely vindicated and saying at the moment and personally i will look back later and almost 100 percent of the time be very regretful that i said it the way i said it correct correct yeah yeah and uh that's human nature and uh i am the type of person that like like i when things happen i get irritated and then i shake things off like i don't really hold on to things because i've done that before and it's not I, i can personally speak on for me it's not healthy uh but yeah if i hit something and it actually and I don't allow myself to process it. This is why everything is not built for online and everything is not built to, to, to be projected for everybody to see because you have to go through the process of your thoughts. Like your thoughts need to be filtered. Your thoughts need to be gone through because I've realized most of the time your initial response is not politically correct. Your initial response is all about you. Your initial response is not consider anybody outside of yourself for most people. And you're a liar if you say otherwise. Because a lot of times you're going, how did this affect me? How does it impact me? I'm feeling a certain way. What do I do with these emotions? I don't know how to filter through these things. That That's true. And uh, similar to Roderick, you know, my first things, yeah, uh, I get mad or angry enough. I'm like, Roderick, I'll fuck around and come for blood. And people be like, what the fuck is wrong with you? And I'll look like a goddamn maniac. And that's what happens online a lot of times. People just take these initial responses on how they feel. They go online and you look like a motherfucking fool because you're spewing with hot fire. That fire needs to be calmed down. That fire needs to be 
you need to look through it you need to see what started it see what sparked it analyze how you feel and that shit needs to happen offline that needs that shit needs to happen with family and friends and people that you trust so that they can actually talk you down or either let you know that your feelings are valid but there is another way you can do this without motherfucking burning the house down yeah i just think um i would like to be an effective communicator mm-hmm. um that's one of my big pet peeves and when someone writes in to make it to to take something i said in the worst possible way and to especially when they add in shit that's clearly projection and not what i said that's a big pet peeve of mine it's just, it just is it's probably gonna always be it is what i and that's but the thing i try to think of is what internal triggers have they hit for me what internal right what where is it come where's the anger coming from because anger is not um always a productive emotion for me mm-hmm. and a lot of times it it covers up um the healthy introspection and nuance and thought that i love and so my first response when reading that was okay this person wrote in in a feel in a way that i feel was condescending it presumed a lot and also reached some different conclusions of mine and it didn't really it kind of stripped me of my own humanity right it like dressed me down in this way and so my first thing was why does it make me so angry why you know and i was like oh it made me angry because it hurt my feelings and the reason i hurt my feelings is because one i didn't say all this <laughs> so <laughs> no maybe it it, you know uh and then two um i gone out of my way to to try to stay away from a lot of that discussion because while i agree with a lot of the end game of you know trying to uh change stigmas around people just being fat just having a fat body i also think sometimes that, that that crew that movement is vile and very fucked up and and dealing with their own internalized issues and they're blaming other people for their issues that they've absorbed and for issues that those people can't really affect either and that they and and like telling those people they're not allowed to have issues it's very weird to me and i'm because i don't subscribe to it and i don't really subscribe to any movement like that even when it's black people shit i don't subscribe to it it's like no it's it's like when black people say like uh you know this white person can't say they were poor come growing up or something it's like well they well if they were poor and it affected them they can say that they just can't say that and be like and that's why it's okay to be racist so Uh, right so like two things can exist at the same time where like we can like we actually might even be able to be relatable because oh you grew up in poverty well let me tell you about me i was this and the other and and we may be able to come to some common ground but i wouldn't just go fuck you fuck you and your poverty okay you white privileged bitch like that's not building a bridge that's just me taking out my anger from the oppression i've experienced onto this person who may just be existing themselves they they might not have done shit and i'm already on their ass right anyway my point being oh go ahead i'm sorry i'm about to say uh well you finished i'm sorry well i was just gonna no i was just gonna say my point being like sometimes i feel like even within like the body positivity movement it comes across like that where it's like how dare you you skinny bitch and it's like well i had anorexia and did that and bulimia or whatever you know i had to go to this type of thing well fuck you because society always saw you as skinny it's like i don't like that i don't like it and and i think if i'm really comfortable in my skin i don't need it 
i don't really need to like bring you to hell or denigrate you I've, i i don't want to expound on this too much because i already said it over the last couple of weeks and i'm trying to move on from this but um but yeah so i reach out to my friends because i'm like yo and and first i don't even tell them how i feel i just go yo read this what are you picking up from it mm-hmm like because i don't even want to like steer them into some like i'm mad now y'all see do you agree like a lot of times i'm just like or or i'll be like yo this thing upset me but what do you like read what do you, do you think this person was out of pocket because and i and honestly i almost never respond with my first response and uh the last thing i'll say about this is i used to do i used to give people my first response like years ago on this show people write in with something and and if it made me mad or something or or one of us mad we just fucking go off Mm -hmm. and i realized a lot of that was just internal shit it wasn't even them like because because i'm still giving them the platform to insult me i'm still giving them the attention when i'm going in on them and calling them all kinds of motherfuckers and shit you know and at the end of the day it's like um they don't they didn't earn that they don't deserve that they like um so it was the reason we stopped reading negative reviews on the show even if it was five stars you're like no that i don't i choose not to give that air because um one thing i found is that when people disagree or are critical or when let me put this when i disagree with people or i'm critical of somebody i don't approach them that way right and if i can do it everybody around me can do it be nice to me we can operate in a respectful manner um i've had friends that disagree with me and they pull my coat to it and i've never lashed out at them or any of that shit you know i was talking to a, a person i consider a friend and she was talking about a disagreement she had with a friend and this and her and this friend were not speaking anymore because this person just kind of threw them away and the pain of being thrown away like that i can relate to it you Mm -hmm. know i've had it happen to me too Mm -hmm. and the thing that it made me i would never want someone to feel that way you know what i mean like not from a friend not a real friend i wouldn't just we disagree stop contacting me don't talk to me anymore like that's to me that is the part that is hurtful and crazy and i would not want to be a part of doing that to someone else um so when people do that with the show they're allowed to it's a media product they don't gotta like our show Mm -hmm. but at the same time i used to respond to it like it was personal like what the fuck like oh you don't like our show no more because we said gay people deserve to be able to get married (laughs) which is a real thing that happened and i Mm -hmm. lash out on the fucking show i'll be so mad like well then don't listen fuck you and then i was like why am i giving you this much space and air you ain't important you know at the end of the day like and where is it coming from my feelings being hurt and the discussion about my feelings being hurt or where i stand is much more fruitful than me calling you 12 times a motherfuckers so that's where that comes from yeah and at the end of the day then what like like that's the thing nobody ever goes then what Mm -hmm. and and the thing i realized about about anger anger cares nothing about the ashes it leaves behind Mm-hmm. and because anger once the feeling of anger moves then you have to look at the shit that you burnt down and the lives that you destroy and the houses that you burn down and the fields out there well, that you uh, burn you have to look at that now from the also, consequences of your anger also we're talking to an audience and i uh it's gonna 
that is going to ripple effect through the audience so there'll be some people that agree with me and 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 egg me on and they'll love that it's entertaining they'll want more and they're gonna want more of me being angry and they're gonna want more of me cussing people out because it's just entertainment to them um that and even if it at the end of the day is not good for me mentally and it's not a state i want to be in constantly so then you got that part um then too you got the part of people also that weren't hurt or maybe would have understood if you came at a calm manner and were able to communicate or or at least able to explain yourself maybe it's not calm because i think when i get passionate i'm not always calm but Mm -hmm. at least in a way that's thought out and 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 ability to communicate is there they'll at least be like okay i see where he's coming from even if i disagree Mm -hmm. i see that it wasn't some thoughtless bullshit that he just threw out there but then there's that third level of people who are gonna just be like fucking offended because they're like oh maybe that person did have some points or something i agree with and you start calling them all kinds of names and cussing at them and yelling and and all this shit and you like had a complete emotional breakdown well now i'm kind of on their side or at least i see you as this weird narcissistic hypocrite that just like whenever some shit happens to you you lose your shit but then when other people have these that you you act like you why, why are they tripping so like i try to be aware of all of that at the same time while also juggling my humanity yeah and and and, and it is a a because we all have to navigate through that and as coming from somebody who as an adult put like this because i can because i've lived life long enough and as a child i had no uh emotional stability when i say that there was really nobody around me to teach me how to navigate emotions it's very important that parents show children and teach children how to deal with sadness how to deal with anger how to deal with heart being heartbroken how to navigate these things feel these things talk about your feelings and process it properly so that the end results could be something beneficial okay you hurt write a diary okay you hurt paint okay you hurt you know that like like there's a thing because the energy has got to go somewhere and growing up as somebody who was growing around a lot of people who were emotionally unstable and did not understand how to deal with their own emotions as adults they could not help me as a child so i was zero or a hundred there was no motherfucking in between and so for me uh growing up like that that's not a healthy way to grow up so and because of that and i'm at a place where sometimes it's a motherfucking 25 y'all sometimes it's a 10 sometimes it's a 75 sometimes it's a 100 you have to have a meter on these things and you have to look at the situation and go okay this is the situation where where should this notch go on this situation and it's all individual all this stuff is individual but me i had to navigate this because it was motherfucking exhausting and i looked like a goddamn lunatic when something happens and it's a 10 and i'm responding like it's a 100 but i'm responding like it's a 100 off of self-preservation off of not knowing how to deal with this off of this thing hit me and you're getting my first response uh this hit me hard because i returned to in-person teaching after not teaching at all last year i expected my return to be challenging so i was prepared to be extra patient with myself however it was involved it has involved many more issues than i ever could have imagined and i've been very emotional about it no one on campus would know that though anyway i finally realized how much i've been letting my emotions cloud my thinking Ugh, this is getting too long i'm not actually getting to the core of what i'm trying to say i'll just say this your example of critical thinking in public and your willingness to highlight how emotion and thinking impact each other because we're human is a gift the model you both provide by living some of your life in public is a blessing hugs and kisses to you both 
Caritha, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And something else I've realized, too, a lot of people think that uh, logic and emotions can't mix, but it can. A lot of people have this weird, fucked up philosophy when it comes to these things going, everything got to be logical, fuck emotional, or everything got to be emotional, fuck logical. And for the average person, it is somewhere in between. You actually need both. There actually needs to be a both blend. Now, sometimes one might be 60, one might be 40, one might be 20, one might be, you know, whatever. But you, but most people have a blend of both. It's, it's a lot of times it's not healthy to have 100% one or 100% the other. And we have to navigate that the best way we know how the best suit is suitable for us. Yep, and I think self everything got to start with some level of self awareness because if not, you just out here flailing, looking stupid. Right. Um, and so I think, and I think everything begins with itself. Like this podcast is about what we think about shit. Um, so it's impossible to divorce ourselves from it. And I think our emotional state is part of ourselves. And so our emotions come into it. I think the difference is. I try to never let my emotions excuse my actions in a way that uh, I I find other people are not rigorous about that. Like a lot of it is I was feeling this way, so I did this thing. And whatever that thing is, is now justified by the feeling. And it's like, well, feelings can lie to us, man. Yes, they can. You know, and especially when you talk about mental health, man, like depression will tell you so many things about your brain that's not true anxiety will tell you so many things that's not true um uh you know about your worth and all this stuff Mm -hmm. um about what's gonna happen with the future Mm -hmm. and i think if we don't recognize those things and live like sometimes you gotta reach out to other people that's that's my thing i'm not moved to anger often but you know i'll reach out to some other people and, and um uh, a lot of times that helps because especially when someone kind of gaslights you into like you said this so you must mean this and you're like oh god is that what i mean oh god is that what everyone thinks about me you know um and we've had it we've been doing this 12 years so we've had enough experience with people telling like taking shit and being like this is what y'all really believe mm-hmm. and um i think once i really began to know and accept and love myself there's nobody that can make me feel like I, what like I don't matter. There's nobody. Period. Yeah. And, yeah. and there's you no build, there's nobody up to that point. Yeah. There's nobody that can take my reality from me. Come on. You know, I'm not I'm not giving I don't give you the authority to do that. And it's not a matter of animosity it's a matter of uh strength and steadfastness in the core values of who i believe myself to be because some of those values are about letting people in changing with new information uh responding to uh conflict responding to uh disagreement communication you know i'm <laughs> uh this is some behind the scenes funny shit for y'all is basically an inside joke with me and a couple people behind the scenes but there were for a while there was like people that were a person probably probably one person that was like creating new accounts um on apple to try to shit on our show Mm -hmm. and leave bad reviews and they tried to get in my head and be like 
your sound quality is terrible there's a big hum in the background and everyone can hear it except except you and i was like okay let's think about this right because my first response was like who's this troll and fuck this person and i'm just not gonna read this on the air but like <laughs> so i did read it on the air i just lied and said it was five star reviews and it was great uh which probably pissed <laughs> them off it's very they petty. They slim in a ham sandwich. Shout yeah. out to Fostada. <laughs> it, was, it was petty, but it was also like funny for me and, 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 and the people that knew of the inside joke. Mm-hmm. So that was, that was just fun for me. But more importantly, the thing that really gave me clarity was think about it. If someone really had an issue with the sound quality of the show, they wouldn't leave it in a five star review what we would all all our emails and social would have been lit as accessible as we are someone want to just like one first of all it wouldn't have been one person Mm -mm. if someone's wrong with the sound all you motherfuckers would have been the first person to tell me come on the voicemail would have been full of hey ron i don't know if you heard i I know i got two minutes but i want you to know you need to get this sound together man we're gonna do a go for me for this mac i can't take it no more child yes yeah so 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 number one that was the the first the second thing is okay let's say this one person had an issue with the sound quality of the show and they they're a fan they just email us dm me something they would have come they wouldn't have been on some like ha 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 your sound sucks Mm-mm. you know what i mean like they wouldn't have come at you they, like and so i realized like oh this person's trolling right and i'm not gonna give them the emotional response of yelling at them defending the sound quality of my show i don't know what to tell y'all we got plenty of money in the bank account proving that our shit is is it work it's good you know what i mean like people do listen so i'm not coming at it from an insecurity standpoint or like oh no it's like i do make a living doing this you know um so uh and that's not a flex that's just the truth Mm -hmm. you know i've made more money in my life doing this show than i made doing anything else so i am validated in a way that doesn't need every single person to be on board with it anymore Mm -hmm. um and so uh yeah anyway so the point being like this person wrote this shit hoping to like fuck with my head and that's the only reason to do something that way and once i realized that it was like the weight was gone it was like oh okay that's what it is i figured it out you just want to fuck with my head and yeah people do it in different ways so Mm -hmm. um uh but yeah anyway i'm glad that uh the glad you know as a person that we uh respect and and watch and admire like mm-hmm. i'm glad that prof uh caritha wrote in with that because uh Yay, we, this we, has been a great week sydney like i know some smarty people out there yeah got Mon. them degrees with them letters behind it we love to see it so mm-hmm. uh thank y'all for this uh this is one of the reasons that feedback show is so fun for us um because we get to talk about things like this in depth and um and and hopefully you know y'all uh enjoy it as well and uh if not we'll be doing the regular show in a couple days i'm sure uh still figuring out how to do walking dead we are so behind oh my god i don't know what we're gonna gonna figure it out y'all i don't know what we're gonna do we're gonna figure it out though but i don't know what we're gonna do um (laughs) all right y'all we'll talk to y'all uh later until then i love you i love you too